Welcome. I'm Lorraine Nolan Card, leadership expert. And I'm Adara Angelusi, marketing queen. And this is the Women Leading Change podcast. We amplify the voices of women change makers from around the world who share with us personal insights and inspiring stories. So you too can evolve your own leadership skills, grow your paradigm shifting business, and market your mission with confidence. Welcome everybody to another episode of Women Leading Change. I'm your host today, Adara Angelusi, and I'm here with Susan Turner. She owns a company called Better Life Now. She is a spiritual hypnotherapist. She is an energy healer and guide, and she has been helping me and my husband along our spiritual journey because you know what? Life throws you lots of fun things to work through. So welcome, Susan, <laughs> to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Adara. Thank you so much for having me and it has been and continues to be a pleasure to serve you and Ryan. Yeah, Ryan being my husband, if anyone doesn't know that. So Susan, tell us why it's so important for us to hear our spiritual calling, if you will, or to listen to the soul's language or to tap into our deeper self to really experience life on a more fuller level. Why is that so important? Because it empowers everything that you are mm. into becoming more of what you are, mm. what you are meant to be, what you came here to be. And how come that light or that voice has been turned off for some or that they don't know how to access it? Well, that comes from conditioning, mm. from our society's conditioning from our conditionings within our family and our interpretations of what the world has told us through our parents, through our teachers, through those that we admire and they hold credible authority um, figures for us as we get older, you know, it's our media. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, it's the distractions of the world that places so much value on our outer self and the things that we need to have or um, achieve, uh, forgetting that all of these things begin with the self mm. and the source of self is the soul. You know, it, that soul talk is not something that is really embraced. Mm -hmm. uh, we embrace the mind. We embrace a lot about thinking and um, all the processes of achievement that are logical and factual um, that make sense. And yet we... Um, we can have all the logics, we can have all the, the rationale, and we still encounter the problems mm -hmm. and the struggles and the overwhelm um, because we also believe that um, on the mental level, that if we're doing all the things that we need to do, that it's going to automatically bring us success but if what we're trying to achieve isn't aligned with the soul 
And if we haven't worked through what we call the wounds to find our way back to our light, then the struggles and the solutions to those struggles, uh, we come up empty handed. Mm -hmm. Usually when someone Hmm. calls me, it's because those struggles and those wounds and they've done all the logical stuff, which I mean, counseling and, and coaching and all of those things are tools and they're very helpful and they're much needed. Um, but it's until you get into the depths of the subconscious mind, the super conscious mind in hypnosis, you can uh, have direct experiences of the soul. Um, if that's in your soul path, um, or yeah, other people, it may not be in their path yet to deeply connect to the soul level, but they can connect to their angels, you know, and the, the divine love beings to help them on their on their way. And it was actually through hypnosis that I started to uh, get real relief from my own personal issues. Uh, you know, I was avoiding myself. I was avoiding um, so much of what we call our wounds or our pain from our childhood. And it was a time where, um, I was finally ready to look at and embrace a modality that, um, held the promise of doing that for me. And, um, although I would say at the very first point, I wasn't really aware so much of the soul level. I'd come into hypnosis to be a medical hypnotherapist. I still wanted to have that, have a stamp of approval of that validity, validity, mm-hmm. the credibility validated, or right? <laughs> because uh, hypnosis is something that is so, um, it's still on the outer fringe mm-hmm. of, of our care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet when I saw that hypnosis had shifted my daughter in one session from having having test anxiety so severe that all she could do was write her name to generating um, 80 to 85% um, in her tests in one, after one session, I knew that there was something to hypnosis. And so that was my soul plan, my divine plan, giving me that experience to lead me to hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And tell me uh, how you, sorry, I was just going to say though, how you've mm-hmm. gone from medical sort of hypnotherapy, quote unquote, to spiritual hypnotherapy and maybe what the difference is or how that evolved for you. Yes. So um, medical hypnotherapy, um, you're, you're looking, you're looking at the body systems and for example, um, someone who might have an issue with food. Um, you know, people might be really into the rich foods like cheese. So cheese is like an opiate for the body. That's why I like it so much. (laughs) That's why we like it. It makes us Uh feel good. Um, The the mind has a a way of being able to generate the feeling response of feeling good Mm -hmm. without having to have the opiate. Of the, of the cheese. Right, exactly. That's so many people tell you just to think about it. Your mind really doesn't know the difference whether you've had it or if you're eating it, right? So sometimes yes. I think, gosh, stop dreaming about chocolate because you're probably, you know, putting on pounds just thinking about it. <laughs> no. Well, chocolate can, cho- chocolate can be a few things. Um, and I, again, I have to 
do these disclaimers. I'm mm. not giving anybody medical advice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving anybody nutritional advice. Right. I'm being a mom here because we have to be really, really careful of what we broadcast out as hypnotherapists. Mm. We have to be mindful of our role. Um, and uh, I don't want to be sued. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but from the mom point of view, um, with uh, chocolate has a high magnesium content. So when we're not getting enough magnesium, uh, that's that's necessary for our cellular um, cellular reproduction or no cellular health. Pardon me. So it's responsible for cellular health, and then of course with chocolate, there's sugar. So we're looking for instant energy, and um, so when we're looking for instant energy, we can maybe be not getting enough protein. Mm right mm -hmm. so there's so that important. aspect <laughs> you know and then butter is similar in its fat as cheese Peas. so you're looking for that that sense of fullness yeah. on an emotional level um of course we can eat because we're lonely we can eat because we're in overwhelm like there can be those emotional components that mm -hmm. as a hypnotherapist we can help with um because really what hypnotherapists are they're an emotional health specialist Nice. Emotional health specialist. I love it. You know what I want to know most though, Susan, is how you just so followed this call and are, you know, you, you do spiritual hypnotherapy, but then you've also done other work with me personally. I know that's not the only modality you bring to the table. There's many, and it's almost like you'll meet somebody and see where they're at and then be able to kind of work through, you know, the best way to help them with all of the tools that you have in your toolbox um, and I just think it's so fascinating that you've just, you're so confident, like a lot of spiritual healers or energy workers or whatever you want to call them, um, you know, have a hard time showing up and sharing and not, you know, kind of staying quiet about <laughs> their connection oh. with source, right? Well, thank you for that perspective. I, 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 I guess I'm just, you know, following our heart, following our, our, our path. Lovely. Part of it comes from well, having helped so many people that you, mm. you gain confidence from your own experiences. Mm -hmm. Confidence isn't just bestowed upon you. You have to work through your inner issues to become that which you show up as later. So confidence is just something that evolves over time. And since, you know, I've been in this realm for over 15 years. And before that, I was like doing body massage and reflexology and I owned a spa and I had clients and staff and you know before you know, like the, everything's been an evolution um but with like with spiritual hypnotherapy came in because of an angel experience I had I started school in September in October uh there were three of us um at John's house uh of the five students six students in the class part of me Jim had taken a spiritual hypnotherapy training he had this script uh, john and i were the most skeptical <laughs> of the class i think and he invited us to play with this script so i didn't take any um any of it seriously because i was there to be a medical hypnotherapist but i was curious so when it was my turn to get the session um john led the session jim was the backup and i just turned to john and said john you know see if you can get the winning 649 numbers if you can get the winning 649 numbers i'll split it with you half and john went right on like no problem so in this session 
um, it raises you up in vibration. And I'm feeling this really protective energy, very loving. And the only word I could put to it, it was a guardian. Like it felt like a guardian angel. So that's what I said to John. This feels like a guardian angel. And John's like, right on. Mm -hmm. He starts asking for these 649 numbers. And I'm, <laughs> at first I felt the energy and then there was um, a like a telepathic communication. And I, I, I heard not my job. You'll have to go to source for that. Mm -hmm. And John, you know, after talking to him later, John said, well, I'm here, here, and I want these numbers. I'm going to get half. And so he went, okay, you know, want these numbers. And he got stronger in his energy. And so the angel responded by getting stronger in its energy. And it said, not my job. You'll have to go to source for that. So John really ramped up his voice and his energy. And he said, again, uh, you know, these numbers and the angel then came into my body. Like I felt it enter my body, my body stiffened, my voice deepened, and it just bellowed. Not my job. You'll have to go to source for that. And John went, ee! and Jim went, ee! and he brought me down out of hypnosis. Uh, we go back to class, and Leslie, who was the dean of Coastal Academy, and she and I taught years years after when I was invited to faculty she's sitting in the class she's got her head in her, her hands in her head and she's just going like this and she's going you guys you don't know enough about hypnosis you don't know enough about energy like put that script away don't be playing with that uh later on in the year she put me back in the chair used the script and for the first person as I was getting the information it came as a story like um or pardon me it came as a vision and i was trying to put words to the story the second person uh, um i was given the story and it was an analogy for her the third person when i went to her my stomach just hurt so i said to her what's going on with your stomach because my stomach's really hurting and she said well you tell me because the doctors can't figure it out so went around the room, John was recording the session and he said, Susan, you know, like I'm in hypnosis, but I'm conscious, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I know what's mm -hmm. happening. She, he said, Susan, you know, you might've overheard that someone's having a stomach issue and you're not remembering, you know, blah, blah, blah. Tell me something about my wife because you've met her, but you don't know her. So outspit was what was appropriate for me to share with him. And he came back the next day and he said, um, that was very accurate. My wife said that was very accurate. Meanwhile, I'm driving home and I'm exhausted and I'm filled with doubt. Was I making stuff up? Mm. If it was right, did I say it right? Did they interpret it right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of responsibility when you're telling people stuff. Mm-hmm. So right there, I sincerely from my heart asked for a spiritual teacher. And about two weeks later, I got this email through Coastal about this guy named Trevor Gallagher, who's coming to teach this heart resonance course. And I normal, <laughs> rational Susan would normally go on the website, analyze all the information. And I went on the website and the symbol of the heart resonance, I just knew I had to be there. Hmm. And I was so confused. So it didn't make sense. I arrived at the door with my massage table and I said to, to um, Leslie, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I walked in and there was Trevor just sitting there smiling. Mm -hmm. 
And um, this was the first time I'd ever been in an energy class. Um, you would go through your practices and then you'd come together and you would do a, um, what it was like giving and receiving. And everyone in the class was having very similar experiences to me that I was having. So that validated. And all of a sudden my life began to change. When you own a storefront business, um, you really are walking a tightrope. Mm -hmm. At any time, anything can happen. Someone can break into your spa. Clients can go elsewhere. Staff can quit. Things can burst. Um, it's an act of courage to be storefront. And um, the stresses of managing um, everything that needed to be done, plus I was a practitioner, plus I was a mother with, you know, uh, teenage daughters. Like, I never felt I was in the right place. It didn't matter if I was at home, I felt like I needed to be working. If I was working, I felt like I should be home. And all of that just went away. And I just felt this safety and this sense of being taken care of. Hmm. And um, very soon after that, I moved out of uh, that business. We Our business was nominated for Business Excellence Awards by the Greater Langley Chamber of Commerce. Um, that increased, um, again, our profile. Uh, it helped me um, give my business to someone in a really good state. And I was invited shortly after to go into the faculty program to train as a, a, a hypnotherapist um, facilitator. And um, I moved my practice to Coastal Academy and taught clinical hypnotherapy around uh, alongside of um, Leslie McIntosh, the dean, for a few years, and then was given my own class to teach after that, and on my own. And plus, we taught heart resonance out of there as well. Um, angels had started to show up in my meditation classes early on, and um, some people actually saw them. Very which cool was experiences for them. So it actually. It was a natural evolution. Was mm -hmm. there fear? Certainly. Can you imagine that the very first time when they showed up in my class? Yeah, I didn't tell people that I was getting these visions and anything, you know. But as soon as I started to tell people and incorporate that into my meditations, my classes grew. Mm. And at Coastal, it went from six or eight students, maybe four students at times, to every chair that was at Coastal Academy, bringing 28 chairs, 30 chairs, making circles within circles within circles to get everybody in, you know. Hmm. Um, and Coastal eventually changed how they worked. Leslie passed away. Um, I left Coastal Academy and broke off on my own path. And it's just been this evolution of things so that when I meet people, I don't tell them what they need like I, you notice when we were talking or when ryan's talking i give you a certain amount of choices mm -hmm. um, based on what i and i because i don't want to take anyone's free will from them mm -hmm. and disempower them but there is a sense of one person might want to work in the in the realm of hypnosis and mind they're more comfortable there mm -hmm. but even hypnosis is energy work 
it's just energy work on the mental field. Mm -hmm. Someone else may be more interested in doing the soul work, which for you was the eternal ethereal divine presence. That's that soul work it's, that affects everything in their life. But even whatever modality a person chooses, my intention always is for that person for their highest good. And I feel and know that miracles can happen for that person. And I hold that space. Some people will say, I have all these issues and it's going to be, I'm going to need a lot of work for a long time. And it's like, well, it, that may be true, but it may also be that what you believe then makes it true. Mm -hmm. So holding the space that, that it doesn't have to be a long, complicated process may help it to be shorter and more simple mm -hmm. <laughs> you hold the space of it um you know everybody's soul path and their readiness for change is a little bit different i had um two women of similar ages dealing with you know moderate depression and i needed doctor's notes also to work with them you know uh, they were having difficulty getting out of bed um but they were still functioning. Um, they were both mothers and with young children. And um, because they came almost in this, I think pretty much in the same month, I was watching their progress. And one person, you know, we're at session six and I can see the end in sight for them. You know, the other person, we're at session six and it's like we haven't really gotten in to the heart of it yeah to the heart of it mm -hmm. and what i what i learned we finally did a session around you know what was the block and it was that with the second person being more slow in her progress she hadn't had the support of her family hadn't felt support of her family and now her family had come in to help her and she was afraid if she got better that that would disappear. She wasn't consciously afraid of that. Her subconscious, the younger version of her, the little her within herself was afraid that if she got better, everyone was going to leave and she'd be alone again. Mm -hmm. So we had to deal with that before mm -hmm. we could move further along for her. And both of them were successful in the end. Of course. I love it. So it's pretty clear to me how you're a woman leading change and how you're influencing and uh, guiding people to have better lives. But how important do you think, I mean, I just want to leave people on this note of like, not shutting this part off of themselves, right? Like it is literally so important. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, I, I think... Um... But like you were saying, you can do all the things, but there's still this part that needs so much attention. It 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 is it it does need attention, and yet you know I I have to be very mindful, or I feel like I need to be very mindful that um in creating opportunity for people rather than perhaps the idea of, of like pushing or mm -hmm. having them feel pushed by a sort of, oh, sort you're of not a pusher of this woo-woo thing right yeah and um the soul speaks through for example the body mm -hmm. you'll get the sense of yes or no mm -hmm. and it's you know you may not recognize that you're you're experiencing the soul but 
when you get the strong feeling of yes or no, that's that's the door opening to that aspect of you. That's one of the ways the doors open for that. Um, the soul is directly connected to the heart and to the intuition that we have. And, you know, everybody's path to that is, is self-paced. And so for each person, it's going to look differently. I didn't come into this really until I'd say my early forties and the younger people actually, there's a lot more younger people now than ever that realize that thing is something isn't right. You know, all these promises of the world of the outer goods and, and the outer facade mm -hmm. um, isn't working for them and they're realizing it sooner, you know? So and, and those that are really guided to do soul work, you know, lots of times, mm. I'm sure you've heard this word before, that they're star seeds. Mm -hmm. So they come with a higher consciousness already that they're connected to. And then you have those that their first incarnation wasn't earth. And so they're more rough, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if you will, they, they're more... Um, they're more connected to the ego, I guess, might be one of, one of the ways to express it. And there are more star seeds coming. I believe more star seeds came after the atomic, after Hiroshima and all that. Mm. That's when the star seeds really started showing up. Um, they've come here to help lift the planet up, to help lift the consciousness of the planet up. And yet at the same time, they really struggle with the disconnect between you know the light they want to bring and what they're seeing manifesting in the outer world and they get very disappointed and and they get depressed and they have anxiety and they have all these issues that show up and really these are um to help them first of all <laughs> with compassion like over the years i've become more and more compassionate towards other people mm -hmm. you know people are always when uh, when people are acting out and they're not acting loving and they're they're being very difficult to be with, that's their inner wounds coming out mm -hmm. that I'm seeing rather than judging them, mm. you know, and and criticizing. Um, so good, yeah, and um, they're also star seeds are meant to find each other. Mm, lovely. So if star star seeds are fully whole, there's no need to find each other here right you know and anytime whether it's a, in the quiet of your own meditation your own connection whatever you call that sacred work some people call it prayer some people call it sacred intention whatever that is when you're connecting to the divine that is within you it's part of you and it's also connected to the highest aspects you're helping the planet and you're helping yourself. And then when we get into groups of people um, and we do that work, whether it's spiritual meditation or a spiritual teaching class, um, teaching a class like some of the classes that I run, um, that's when you get what's called the vesica Pisces. So you're emitting a love frequency. Other people are emitting a love frequency. You form a harmonic 
that that overlaps a, a body tone as if you're singing in a choir you're singing your vibration of love the other person's singing their vibration of love you get these overlays of love vibration which makes new notes brings in through higher consciousness still and that's how it raises the consciousness of the planet as well Beautiful. so just by being here we're contributing to the goodness of the world mm -hmm. just by being our light and um each person's path to finding themselves there mm -hmm. has to do with their soul plan. The, the, the soul will create opportunities mm. for us. And at the time, it's whether we meet that opportunity, avoid that opportunity. Um, you know, it, it, having had the experience of seeing Caitlin, um, I have her permission to talk about this. This is my daughter at 16, you know, having that zero on her math paper, only being able to write her name, talking with her teacher, her teacher saying, this doesn't make sense. Look at her work, you know, and someone coming into my business at the divine time. Oh, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, a clinical what? Oh, well, I help people create positive shift and change through hypnosis. Oh, well, this is my issue that just came with my daughter. Can you help? She goes, oh, sure. And, you know, so I, I, Caitlin's interested in having the help done. So I take her to the session. I watch it start to finish. I'm watching this child at 16. I'm driving home with her and she's going, math is easy and tests are fun. And I'm just about mm -hmm. driving off the road. And it's like, who is this kid? And then watching, you know, her just go from that zero to, you know, the mini test doing eight and nine out of 10 to the, you know, your midterms where she's doing that 80 to 85%. She went through high school, she went through university, never had a problem with an exam. <laughs> right? Amazing. Um, and the root cause of that was a game of tag. Mm -hmm. When she was about, well, wow. I don't know, four, she's playing tag with her sister and her cousin, and they're running around and and the older kids, you know, they were almost four years, three years older than her, were being mean. And, and no matter how um, much Caitlin tried to catch them, they were faster. And she had this emotional response. Um, she went into her bedroom and this anxiety attack, crying, oh, I'm not good enough. And this was the feeling she had in grade 10 when she wrote the, when she tried to write the test, it came back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and because I got help for her and I watched the session, that was me answering my soul mm -hmm. through my daughter. Mm -hmm. So smart, right? Co-creation with mm -hmm. Caitlin. So let's create this for, for your mom, mm -hmm. for you and for your mom. Mm. And then seeing, you know, what happened to open myself to the spiritual nature, you know, already in October of that same year when I went, when I did go and take the program. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a long winded answer, but you know, everybody has choices to when they open to their light. You know, we certainly are easily, we recognize the light in other people. Mm -hmm. We recognize it as their presence, how they show up and we feel good around them. You know, um, there's something about them that it inspires us. Mm -hmm. um, and when we see something about someone, someone else that inspires us, it's actually because 
there's a recognition that we also carry that vibration. Nice. You can't know the yummy taste of chocolate until you eat chocolate yourself. You cannot recognize a gift that someone else has outside of you and not have that frequency of that gift within you. Mm. Otherwise, it would not be in your radar. Mm -hmm. To recognize it means that you too can embody it. It's actually the inspiration of you to embody more of the qualities of who you are. So good. You're just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to soul talk, to soul discovery, when it comes to angels and spirit guides and all of the things in other realms that are working in our favor to allow us to have the most yummiest experience while we're here or whatever that is that we signed up for that we were interested in having. So um, I just encourage everybody to follow Susan Turner. She's at a better life now, uh, .ca, and she's got lots of different things that you can take part in, um, group meditation, spiritual classes, um, other workshops and programs, and of course, one-to-one work too that she offers. So um, yeah, I just really want to thank you for being on the show, Susan. I feel like you shared so much wisdom with us, and I could obviously talk to you all day, but uh <laughs> Thank you, Adira. I thank you for your light and Ryan's light. And for those listening, those that are tuning in are the ones that are also embracing their light, you know, and Mm -hmm. we all just need to shine, you Mm -hmm. know, shine out the goodness that we are. So I thank you. And I'm so um, grateful for all it is that you and Ryan are doing to contribute through your gifts to the world and all the other practitioners in their different forms are helping. So mm-hmm. thanks to all the pr- practitioners, you know, for contributing goodness, you know, uh, each one of us, just like this picture, each one of us is part of this overall fabric of beauty. And it's just understanding and coming into the awareness that we are our light. That's who we really are. So wonderful. Thank you to you and all of the practitioners out there. And um, please, please, please get in touch with Susan. She is just a gem to to know and to work with. We've really Aww. had such a great experience. And it's life affirming and life changing at the same time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us at the Women Leading Change podcast. If you enjoyed today, please press subscribe and leave us a review. You can also join us inside our Facebook group, Women Leading Change. Until next time, keep being the change you wish to see.